Black Girl and Ohm promotes holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. This is Lauren Ash. And Dion Ivory, thank you so much for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based, results-driven skincare line. Osea can help reveal and illuminate your natural radiance, whether you're looking for hydration, oil balancing, anti-aging, or blemish solutions, y'all, they got it all. It's actually founded and run by a family of women inspired by the sea. And Osea formulates botanical-powered products that have shown proven results for all skin concerns. Y'all, I've been using them for over a year, so I can vouch for that. Here is a code for $10 off your first purchase of $50 or more. Enter Black Girl in Ohm 10. That is the number 1010 over at OseaMalibu.com and let me know what you try. It's been so long. It's been so long. I'm so happy to be next to you. I know. And my future home. Yeah. Possibly. Girl, manifest, (laughs) y'all. So I recently moved um, to Los Angeles and I have truly been living my best life, my most intentional life. I feel absolutely phenomenal. And I look forward to on on a future um, conversation with Dion sharing more about my manifestation journey getting here. Yeah, I'm excited. But today Mm -hmm. we are excited Mm -hmm. because we have Mm Miss Morgan Harper Nichols in the building, in the studio. (laughs) Hey, Morgan. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. Girl, thank you. And welcome to the West Coast. Thank Thank you. I mean, I just got here like five minutes ago. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how long do you have? You 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 moved here. What two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. Yes, yes. So we've we've been enjoying it so far. Love the weather. That's my favorite thing. I I love the weather. I love being outside. I feel like I'm outdoors a lot more than I've ever been. (laughs) I'm outside every day now, and I realized it when I think there was like a really long work day that I had, and I could have worked outside, but I, you know, I hunkered down inside of my house. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I felt away, and I was like, oh my god. This is actually how you always felt yeah. being inside all the time. Yeah. But now you realize it because now you're outside all the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt good. Yeah. I mean, we have so much to talk about. I mean, you talking about the weather in LA, which I think is so beautiful. And I mean, I love the sun. And I especially feel like black people, we were just made to be in the sun, quite honestly. I say that all the Girl, time. Girl, because we it's are. So true. Yes. I mean, you know, yes. we thrive yeah. in the sun. And, <laughs> you know, being artists and visionaries and all of that, how do you think that the weather impacts your work? Or do you feel like it impacts it at all? Absolutely. Like 100%. I, um, like I always say that I'm like, look at my DNA. I was made for the sun. Mm-hmm. I, 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 when I look at my life and I'm like, I'm feeling restless. What's going on? I'm like, I literally need vitamin D. Like I need to be outside. Yes. I need the sun. So, um, nature has a huge huge is a huge part of my work and my inspiration um one of the reasons why i love it is because i feel like it's so universal yeah and i feel like we we all live in different places we all live in you know some live in cities some live in rural areas some live in the suburbs but we all have some understanding of mountains and valleys Mm -hmm. and the ocean whether you've seen the ocean or not so i even the colors that i use i actually take pictures outside of the sunrise and I take pictures um, of different things and that's the color palette that I actually paint with mm-hmm. so I I could talk about that forever and that's um, why we have you yeah, here exactly. so we can talk about it yeah let's zoom out a little bit so Morgan you describe on your Instagram I make art and write words inspired by stories you send me I remember I think stumbling across your work 
it was probably only about a year ago. And you know, sometimes when you find people, especially black women, yeah. especially black women artists, mm-hmm. when you find someone, you're like, why didn't I know about you a long time ago? Absolutely. <laughs> like, all my friends who knew about you were trash because they didn't tell me. <laughs> That's what I felt. So I was like, number one, the art that she creates is so beautiful. Number two, yes. wait, it's actually inspired by like a real person and their journey and their challenges and their life. And then it's done so beautifully. Very, I was very shook. beautifully. Very so beautifully. Let's talk Thank about you. like your why. Yeah, yes. why? Like, mm-hmm. why did you decide to start doing this? Right. Yes. Well, what a beautiful question. And thank you so much. I, my biggest why, that's why I started this, is because I, for a majority of my life, and I still deal with this now, is I always felt like I had such a difficult time connecting with other people. Mm. Um, I always just saw myself on the outside of everything else that was going on. And I think a lot of that may have had to do with, you know, I grew up in just a little outside of Atlanta in a pretty small town and I was homeschooled. Uh, my dad's a pastor of like a small church and everything in my world was just small. Like It was mm. just like, I wasn't around big groups and mm-hmm. I felt, I felt like an, but I felt like an outsider, even in small spaces. So I just, I just kind of took on very at a very early age. I kind of took on the role as just an observer, and I was like, I just, maybe I'm just made to kind of stand on the outside. Maybe I'm not really charismatic enough or interesting enough or my personality it's not you know mm-hmm. and I have a sister who's two years younger than me and like mm-hmm. we're the same person but opposite like we're, we're passionate about all the same things she's also creative but she's like the extroverted <laughs> version uh-huh. of me like mm-hmm. for me I'm all like let's write and let's put this in written form she's like let's get on YouTube let's get on a podcast yeah. like mm-hmm. we're total opposite and I love it but at the same time I was like that's what people want I was mm-hmm. like that's the personality people are interested mm-hmm. in and I was mm-hmm. like for some reason I can't get there wow. and and I just, I guess I'm just going to have to play the background. Mm. So in different ways, I've just kind of taken that mindset with me. Um, but the beautiful thing about that is that I was also writing about those experiences right? Um, in my journals. I've been journaling pretty consistently since I was eight years old. Like that is like one of the most consistent things in my life. And I would just write about these feelings and just feeling like I was on the outside. And then Mm. it wasn't until I was 26 that I shared like the most vulnerable thing I've ever shared about how I was feeling Mm. online. And I put it on Pinterest Mm -hmm. and in two months mm-hmm. it had been pinned over a hundred thousand times wow and people who i didn't know were starting to post it on instagram mm-hmm. and i was like how could it be that something that i felt i have felt so alone in mm-hmm. in my entire life mm-hmm. how could that be the thing that connects with other people mm-hmm. so my why is connection mm-hmm. it's realizing that i've spent so much of my life feeling like i couldn't connect and just kind of st- saying that's just the way it is for me and by writing and sharing my writing it's really shown me it's like no like you are worthy of connection just Absolutely. as much as anyone else yeah. so that's something i learn daily from people who share their stories with me and that has become just a core of my inspiration and just when I hear someone who has a completely different life story than me but yet they resonate with something that I wrote I'm Uh like I'm like there's something that's beyond me (laughs) like that is so so beyond what I thought was possible 
So that's so beautiful. That is amazing. I that is just so beautiful. And I just love how you're just so deeply connected to everything you do. And I mean, as a fellow artist, like I want to know how is your creative process like healing for you? Mm -hmm. I know that obviously it impacts other people and they're like, oh, my God, like I resonate with this so deeply. But how is it a healing journey for you? Yeah, that's you ask such beautiful questions. (laughs) Um, I, I think for me, you know, when I think about healing at the first word I think about in contrast that is wounds you know so Mm. what are the wounds that you know those childhood wounds for me like that need healing yeah and I think the biggest one for me was just kind of you know digging deeper into what I said about connection was just um just feeling you know that feeling of being on the outside when I when I have the opportunity to connect with someone and share something with someone I feel like I'm on the inside now like I feel like Mm. I'm I feel like there's I don't really know the word, but I, I feel like other than connection, I'm trying not to say that a thousand times. No, girl, that's but, a thing to be like, girl. I'm here for it. It really yeah. is. It's just, I think that stories connect us. Yeah. And when I'm able to connect with someone like that, I feel that on a soul level. And I feel, I feel what I feel like I didn't feel for a long time in my mm-hmm. life. And, um, and for me, you know, I'm at a place now where I don't like point the finger like one person or one group and say like, oh, it was their fault. It was a, you know, my sister and I, we did unfortunately deal with bullying. So mm-hmm. I mean, that was a part of it. But even then, I'm like, you know, those kids, they were hurt. They were coming from a place of hurt. I don't hold grudges toward them or anything. But, you know, I am able to see that I'm like, yeah, but those those did cause me a lot of pain. Right. And it really did affect the way I saw the world and Mm -hmm. it affected the way I approach my creativity. It affected the way I approach what kind of career I wanted to go into. Um, I was afraid. I was afraid to put myself out there. Like in college, in college, I don't think I initiated one friendship. Like all of my friends, (laughs) the friends that I did make in school were like just those friendly people who just, they see the person sitting Mm -hmm. over in the corner by themselves. Yeah, Yeah. and they're all like, my closest college friends were still friends to this day. So, you know, it took me a long time to be able to get to the point where I could even, uh, even that's how I met my husband. Like I wasn't paying him any attention whatsoever (laughs) at all. (laughs) But... That, that was hilarious. that was, I guess, what attracted him. He was like, "Why is she not paying attention?" <laughs> I have to figure this out. <laughs> so it's just kind of been a theme in my life. Um, but it's been very healing to just when I when I hear someone say like, "This speaks to what I'm going through." I'm like, yes. "Wow, I went through that too." So yes. the fact that we both have this experience, I like, I feel more confident in myself now. Yeah. I feel I. I mean, I still get nervous, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm in new settings or with new people or when I'm having to put myself out there, like public speaking just terrifies me. <laughs> like, oh. It takes me like four months to prepare to speak for 30 minutes somewhere. So it's still very hard, but I feel like I can do it, though. Yeah, I feel like I can do it now. And I wasn't there three, four years ago. So yeah, I can definitely see the growth and the healing in that over the past few years. Well, I want to celebrate so you. Exactly, I want to celebrate you for it's so beautiful when you can recognize like the the person that you are now compared to who you were in the past. Like, wow, mm-hmm. I would have done that four years ago, but look at yeah. me now. I'm yes. out here doing it. Yes. Exactly. And you saying that like speaking terrifies you. Yes. Um, 
Reading Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Have you read that book? No. Girl, no, I need to. It's I, so good. It's I think so I actually good. have it. And it's funny. It's a good cackle, It too. is a good cackle, really? but okay. she talks about the fears uh, that she had around speaking and just being mortified and mm. just seeing her journey through that and becoming like who she is today, you know, being just yeah. this brilliant black woman who's just like, girl, okay, you know, like, I think you should read that book, but also I just wanted to take a moment to celebrate you on, yes. on you know, these growth moments that you have that are yes. deeply impacting you, but also us. Yeah. Yes. Community. Thank yes. you so yeah. much. That that means a lot to hear. Absolutely, it really, it really does. Especially from someone that I just met. You know, yeah. because it's like <laughs> it's so easy to get in my head sometimes and mm-hmm. think like, oh, I should be further along. And because I, I do have moments where I'll compare myself yeah. to other women, and I'm like, Girl, wow, like look do. at what she does with mm-hmm. what she has. She's out there. She's doing this. She's doing that. But it's like, but I have to remember how far I've come. Absolutely. I have to remember that what I'm doing right now. I didn't think I was capable of just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's really encouraging to hear. Aww, so thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we are just so in love with, I think, an energy that is around all of your work, which is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So there's the vulnerability that it takes for those people who choose to share their stories with you, right? And like, you're Absolutely. the only one who's privy to those stories. Like, so I imagine that some people who are sharing this with you, sharing their stories with you, you might be the only one who's ever even heard it mm. because they know that you're going to honor it in a way that is both anonymous as well as like beautiful and artistic and expressive and they get to see themselves reflected and also affirmed by all of these amazing community members that you've developed around Mm -hmm. your platform so it's like this safe space absolutely um, which obviously we're all about at Black Girl and Ohm as well so it resonates so much yeah something you shared with us earlier was around how many of the things that you write about for others you're actually going through mm-hmm. right so I'd love to hear if you're if you're you know able to share like maybe something recently that you shared on your platform that also was like ooh like it, it touched you it hit you it resonated with you maybe you could even read it as well um, and yes. Yes, yeah. I had a moment like that just yesterday. Really? Oh. Yeah, just yesterday um, I wrote something for someone, um, and I'll just read it. And, Please do. Um, 11-year-old you would be so proud of you. She would be so proud that after everything you had been through, you were brave anyway, and you kept trusting in the process even when you were afraid. And even though there are so many things you have yet to figure out, You still chose to do your best with what you had right here in the now. I know it is so hard to see, but she would be so proud. 11-year-old you would be so proud. Wow. And I wrote that for someone who had been dealing with, I mean, just what they went through at 11 years old was just, it was terrible. It shouldn't have happened. It was not their fault. And that was not my story, what she had been through. But as I started writing, I was thinking about what I was going through at 11. That was, I was 11 in 2001. That was when 9-11 happened. And shortly after that, we tragically lost a very close family member of mine. Mm. Um, And it, it was just... There were health issues in my family. It was just a lot going on. And I feel like that the second half of that year for me at 11 years old, that was where I felt like I, I mean, I, I've really encountered death for the first time. Mm-hmm. And like a really personal, somebody I used to see every single day. Yeah. She's not there anymore. 
um, just trying to understand, you know, after 9-11 what that meant. And then yeah. my younger sister um, ended up being hospitalized a few times later that year. And it was just a lot of things like that where I felt like, okay, I'm going to have to grow up and deal with a lot of these things. But at the same time, like the grownups around me, they're going through a hard time. Mm -hmm. So how do I look to them, you know, when they're crying and they're also grieving and they're also trying to figure it out? I guess I just have to keep it to myself. Mm -hmm. So that was actually a huge turning point for me um, with dealing with depression in my preteen and teenage years. Um, so yeah, it was just as I was reading her story and writing for her, I I I like was speaking to eleven year old me too, and wow. I I got down to the end of it. And I was like, that was just as much for me as it was for her, and that was yeah. So I just felt that yesterday. Yeah. I, I wrote that yesterday morning. It was the first thing I wrote, and um, yeah. So it's sometimes I'll share with people. I'm like, yeah, this is something I also went through, but most of the time, most of the time I don't, and I don't really. Because for me, it's for me. I feel like it's it's there in the work. You know, I feel yes. like well, I feel like our our voices, our stories, are going to come out in our work. Yeah, you know? yes, <laughs> even absolutely. if it's about the most random mm-hmm. thing that has nothing to do with mm-hmm. us. Um, it could be you know sci-fi. Like, <laughs> yeah, story, set a thousand years from now, but your story is still going to be in that. So, you know, that's something that I always like to share with creatives and to just, you know, be mindful of that. Like, that's a beautiful thing. Like, even when you're because, you know, sometimes it is, you know, if you're in a place where you're creating commission work or you're creating work for other people, you can feel like you might be losing yourself a little bit. Yeah, you know, girl. Um, yeah, like I'm a, I'm also a singer songwriter. And that's a huge thing in that world of like with music, because mm-hmm. it's like. It's like, okay, you this song has gotta sell. <laughs> like yeah. music is expensive to make. Like it's yeah. you can't just like put out a song. Like it's like what market is it gonna go to? And you can start to feel like you're losing yourself in that. Mm-hmm. So but I think it's comforting to know that, you know, whatever you're putting out there, like you are a part you are in that. Mm-hmm. Your story is in that. So yeah, I definitely felt that way yesterday. <laughs> wow. First of all, that was deep and that mm-hmm. resonated with me. I'm wow. like, dang, girl, what happened to me at 11? <laughs> you know, like, I, I think yeah. that's so beautiful. And I just love how thoughtful you are around speaking about all of this, especially being a creative. Like, one of the things that I am passionate about is merging, like, wellness with the arts. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful the way that you're doing it, you know. Um, and I know that you've talked about how you really enjoy, um, I think it's the intersectionality between creativity and empathy. Yes. And I just, I yeah. would love for you to talk more about that. Like, what does that look like? Yes. What does that mean for you? How did you, how did that even become a passion of yours? Mm, yeah. Yes. So I mentioned a little bit before that, you know, I'm also a singer songwriter and I, um, that is like a whole another, other chapter of my life. But I, I lived in um, Nashville for a little while and I recorded music. Oh, and <laughs> Girl, I love the show Nashville. Really? Oh, <laughs> the songwriters were bomb. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they, there's some really great songs that came out of that show. Yeah, none that you said Girl, that. Girl, country like, singers, get, they be giving yeah. us <laughs> these bops. Okay. Yes, there's some really good storytelling mm-hmm, country music. So, it is. Yeah, I am... Um, um, so I, I was living in Nashville and I recorded music there and I also did background work and um, songwriting, a lot of different things. Um, but a lot of times in the space of creating music, I found myself in just like a room where it's just me or just one other person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but we're writing for all. We're, 
theoretically we're writing for people out there mm-hmm. and I was just kind of in this place I was like but I feel so separate from them like mm. I uh, it's hard to write like I would sit down in a writing session and they're like okay we're gonna write this song and I'm like but who's it for I'm like mm. what are they going through and like I would just ask all these questions mm. and it's like can we just write a good song <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and you know that's nothing against anyone at all I mean it is a job and you are writing for groups of people but I'm like I just I want to connect more I want to mm. I just want to reach out more and see how people respond to this in real time yes. you know before it becomes like an album I, I'm just curious about that but yes. I was like it seems like really hard to pull off like how does that work so I kind of hit this place where I kind of hit a creative wall a little bit because I just felt like I was I was making something that came from such a deep place inside of me but I was like but why do I have to wait to share it why do Mm. I have to uh, just I guess just the business part of it right I was like I I was like I just feel so stuck I was like what can I do to bring something forth into the world, bring something out of myself to share with someone else um, that I don't have to wait to have a big budget for, that I don't have to wait until Mm. it's time to release the single at that right time of year so it gets the traction that it needs. So I was like, what can I just give organically? I feel like I don't get to do that. So that's kind of how I ended up back at Poetry. And when I shared that first poem and people started sharing their stories, I was like, yep, this is what it is. This is what fuels my creativity. People's stories and seeing myself in their stories, like that is what fills me. So for me, empathy has become a very important part of what I make because I want to what with what I make I'm like this is this is an offering this is a gift right. this is something that I'm putting out into the world mm-hmm. so I I want that thing to to be a gift yeah. to someone like an actual gift to I someone love that. and the way that you know how to give something to someone is by knowing them and mm-hmm. by knowing the things they like we do that with birthday presents anniversary gifts whatever it is like yes. what kind of things are they interested in what colors do they like where do they like to go to eat so that's that's the way that I see it and I even ask people I'm like let me know what colors you like you know or what themes some people are like I like butterflies and oh. I'm like okay let me try to incorporate that in yes. some way so it's just you know it's for me it's, it's just made me see creativity in a different way and when I'm so focused on on how can I make this to be a gift to this person, it's I think so much less about is this deep enough? Is this going to be successful? Yes. Is this marketable? Um, <clears throat> like I put up something today, actually, today and yesterday, I feel like the things I put up were both very personal. I'm like, yeah, it needs to be said and like. I'm not looking at the likes. I'm not looking at the com like how many comments are coming in. And the more I make it about that one person, the the less I think about that. I love that. I love that space. I wish I could just stay there all the time. So that's something I'm I'm constantly going back and forth with. That's an amazing mindset to have, especially within the digital realm and being an artist Mm. and creating for people, you know, because it's it's exhausting. Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. It's hard because it's like you have to juggle, like, especially when you're not in high school anymore. It's like, okay, if this does have to make money so I can live, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like, especially if you, if you choose to do it for your job, it's like, no, this, it does have to get traction in a sense Mm -hmm. so I can pay my bills. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, you don't want to lose yourself in it. So it's like this constant. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's, I definitely haven't mastered it, but it's something I'm passionate about because I'm like, I've got to keep that at the forefront. I've got to keep the why at the forefront. I've got to keep the people and the stories. Like that is the most important part. Mm -hmm. So So how do you sustain yourself? How do you ensure that your energy is in a place where making the art is a joyful act rather than I'm exhausted? Like how do you, what are your go-to practices Mm. for your own well-being? That's such a good question. And that's something that I feel like I'm still learning. <laughs> hey, y'all. So today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu. They believe that non-toxic skincare is vital for long-term health, beauty, and radiance. So all their products are powered by plant-based ingredients. So effective that it eliminates the need for harmful synthetic ingredients entirely. They're offering a special code for $10 off your first purchase of $50 or more. So head over to Osea, that's O-S-E-A, Malibu.com and use the code BlackGirlInOM10 for your deal. Just so you know, every product is sustainably packed non-toxic, cruelty-free, vegan, and made with love in California. So I know that you're going to love trying out their line just as I've enjoyed them for the past year plus now. Uh, Let me know what you enjoy. I think the biggest thing for me is I actually wrote this down yesterday and I was like, I don't really know if this would make sense to anyone, but I'll say it. Why not? But I actually wrote that. I wrote down, I said, I think my self-care has to begin with the word no. Um, because I'm in a place now where I, I'll i say yes a lot to a lot of things. And it's out there now that I have this giving project and I give a lot of myself, of my work, and I enjoy it. Um and no is hard to say. It's mm-hmm. hard to say, no, I can't, I can't do that this evening mm-hmm. or I, I can't take on that project. No, I'm just, or I'm just not going to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned recently, even over the past month, the times that I've been very intentional in saying it, even though it was so hard, it was like, no. <laughs> Question mark. I am done. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) So hard. But the times that I've said that on the other side of it is an exhale. It's a deep breath. It's okay. Now you have this afternoon, this weekend, Mm -hmm. this day to yourself to rest to breathe, to do the things that you write about. (laughs) And yeah, so it's, it's very hard to get to that place, but I'm, I'm starting to see, yeah, but Morgan, it's hard for you, but on the other side of it, one, you need it. And two, you look back and say, yes, that made a difference. Like that time you Mm -hmm. spent just standing on the porch, just staring at the tree, like (laughs) you needed that, you needed that. Mm -hmm. So that's what that's been looking like for me. And it's something I'm, I'm learning and having to learn more and more every day. Yeah. And with a baby on yes. the way, <laughs> saying no is empowering exactly. and necessary. It is. Absolutely. I think that was a huge, a huge wake up call for me, actually, mm. because I, um, I, we were not trying to get pregnant when we did. Mm-hmm. And it was a surprise baby. We we're very grateful. And it definitely, it definitely, um, 
I was really, I, I mean, I, I heard about pregnancy symptoms. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, morning sickness, all this. But for some reason, I didn't really process, you know, I would hear parents and, and pregnant women talk about fatigue and being tired. I didn't process how real that was. Mm. And I, the first trimester, I would just sleep all day, wow. like mm-hmm. four or five hour naps. Like it just wow. wore me down. And I had to learn. I was like, yeah, this baby is saying no for me. Yes. I was like in places where I was, I would just fight it to the very end. I'm like, nope, I'm going to do this, <laughs> going to do that, do that. I'm like, now he's saying, no, you're not actually. <laughs> you need to rest. Mommy, lay down. I need to grow. <laughs> wow. So that was, that was tough. That's actually been the toughest thing about being pregnant for me. Wow. Is dealing with the fatigue because I, I had to face the reality that I do have the tendency to overwork. Yeah. Um, because Girl. you know I I I'm very blessed and grateful to get to do what I love, but that doesn't mean I have to work myself until to the ground. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I have to. Yeah, that was the biggest wake up call for me. Yeah. I'm still learning that, and I think that that's even pushed me to really learn this lesson of yes. of saying no and not taking on every task and not feeling shame or guilt when I have to take a break <laughs> or take a nap. Man. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> wow. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. Exactly. I love that so much. Yep. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I remember, you know, I, I still struggling, but I've definitely done better about being a workaholic. You know, and God mm-hmm. is like, Dion, just because you can doesn't mean you have to. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do everything. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just Go yeah. and sit down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and as black women, you just want to be superwoman. And especially when you're a perfectionist, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, this needs to be done. It's just, girl, wow, wow. The way you just work yourself into the ground is so, it's just not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it, it does it does a disservice to you and everyone around yeah. you. Yeah. So, but I do want to ask, so people who are new to your work, like, how does the process go? Like, they're like, okay. I want to work with her. Like, what does yeah. it even look like? Like, so, like, take me through the process of of how you do what you do. Yes. So, um, and I started. I started a bulk of what I do. I started doing it this way in October of 2017, and I posted on social. Um, well, really, I just posted it one one spot on my Instagram story. I said, if you would like for me to um, write something for your story, just DM me your story. I won't share your story with anyone. I will write something inspired by you and yeah and I'll, I'll send it to you and then and then I'll send it to you first and then I'll share it everywhere else so at that time I don't remember how many people were following me at that time but it was less than what it is now but I was not expecting to receive as near as many stories mm-hmm. as I did wow. um, and it quickly got in the hundreds and then the thousands and I was like there's no way I'm going to be able to get to everyone so wow. now what I do is I just randomly select so I have a form on my website where you can submit and you can also or you can just DM me directly and a few times a week I'll just take my thumb and I'll just scroll through pages and I'll just randomly stop on a name I so I don't it. I'm not like trying to go through everyone I just randomly stop on one person right. I don't know what's going to be on the other side of that message right. and I just open it and I just read what that person has shared sometimes it's it's an entire life story sometimes it's I just need encouragement right now I had a rough day so um, it can vary and that's why like the subject matter of what I write about varies because it, it really just depends on um, on what I receive so mm-hmm. from there um, I will write for them and then I'll just let it sit for a minute and then I'll go back and read through it and I'll find little bits in there that I think really kind of 
encapsulate everything that I'm saying and that's what I'll make the art from Mm, and I'll mm -hmm. send that to them and from there I started sharing these online and people were like well can I buy this as a print and I was like it was just a little graphic I made for somebody (laughs) I wasn't really I was like I guess I could so now I actually have an online shop where you can get print versions of all the things that I make and and that's been a really a really neat thing and for people to interact with it because um it's so cool because it's like I get a lot of messages from people like I know you wrote this for somebody else but I feel like it was just for, for me, me too and yep. like I want to have it in my house I want this as a reminder so that's just been really encouraging because I, I was I didn't I'm not that smart I didn't think that far yeah. out I really didn't so that's been very encouraging and um so that's sort of what the process looks like. And so everything you see on my social media pages, it's all it all was emailed to somebody first. And I send it to that person and then I share it everywhere else. So and one of the other cool things that has happened from that is because I'm writing for different people and different seasons of life, different ages, my artistic like just the way I make art, like it looks different every time. Mm-hmm. So that's been really cool because now I've gotten um, clients who want me to create things for their companies or for their nonprofits. And and it's so cool because I'll get emails and they're like and it's always they always reference different pieces. You know, it's not like they're referencing one style. They're referencing different styles. I'm like, wow, I could not have done this without the people yeah so that's why i never I, i'm like i'll never let that go as long as i'll do this like yes. i might not i used to do it every day i'm not able to do it every day anymore you know i'm about to have a baby i'm gonna have less yeah, time girl. so i'm like but i'm i'm gonna always incorporate that mm-hmm. part of it mm-hmm. that free part of it where i'm like i'm just doing this just for you just yes. to honor you that's so beautiful like because it's it's because of them that I'm able to absolutely to do all the other parts of it. Yeah, so, I hope that answered so, the question. No, that definitely. Answered the question. I'm trying to get better about explaining how it all works. Girl, no, I just I, nail the head. Yeah, and I, you know, our followers are. I mean, our community is always like, y'all always be asking the questions. I'd be like, ooh, ask this next. So I'm like, ooh, what would somebody say? So I was like, let me ask her the, yeah, the process question because yeah. because I, I know that there are going to be so many women who are like, oh my god, I would love to be supported by you and have some beautiful art created. Oh, our yes. community is about to fly over to your page. Yeah. And website and you're about to get all these stories from our women all around the world yeah i might send you one please you are hilarious (laughs) i mean is there like how do you deal with like okay there are so many stories i know being sent to you but like are there any like stories that are like too dark for you Mm -hmm. and you're like how do you navigate those are you just like okay i'm a yeah, I picked on the story, so I'm committed to the story, and I'm going to do yeah. it. Or like, there are some that I received that I still haven't finished that mm. I received months ago, mm-hmm. wow. and it's for that reason. Mm. Um, it's it. I the only word I can think of honestly is anger. It angers me how many stories I receive about people who have been abused. Mm. I'm like this the volume mm-hmm. <laughs> it angers me it really mm-hmm. does and it it just breaks my heart um that I could just randomly scroll through thousands and that many people yeah I'm I'm like this is just yeah it's just beyond and that's very difficult I mean because I'm I'm receiving stories from people who are all ages including teenagers yeah um I think that the youngest story I received was from an 8 year old once I'm like, how are you even on the computer? Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, it's very hard. And there are times where I'll open it and I'll just have to just give space and just 
and just just give space. I'll have to take a walk mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, one of the hardest things that has happened, and unfortunately it's happened more than once, where I've written something for someone who had a terminal illness, and by the time I got back to them, they were no longer here. Yeah. And that's wow. a very hard email to receive. Um, and I had one like that a few weeks ago, and it just... Wow. I just had to take time. Yeah. I was just like, I'm not I'm not going to try to write right now. I'm not going to try to. Um, but at the same time, like it, it just gives me and remind, just gives me so much perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm like to think that, you know, I could sit here and worry about somebody unfollowing me or some post not doing as well mm-hmm. or something not making this much money. You know, when this person, they're not even here anymore. It just, it just, it really keeps you grounded and yeah, it helps exactly, you to prioritize what's actually important. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly, exactly what I was trying to say. It really does keep me grounded yeah. and it keeps me, um, like one thing I, I'm always encouraged by is like when people tell me, Morgan, you're so down to earth. And I'm like, thank you. I, I honestly feel like it's, it's being just really truly reminded of, of what's actually going on in this world that, that keeps us, that keeps me grounded. So Sorry, there's a fly in my <laughs> I saw face. <laughs> I was like, you handled it well. Thank you. I tried to handle it gracefully. Um, but no, I mean, thank you yeah. for sharing that. I mean, being like having a community oriented space, we are constantly engaging with like people and like their narratives and their traumas and their stories. It's a lot, you know? And it's like, in a sense, you are a servant leader um, and you, you take those you take those burdens and those stories on and you try to make something beautiful out of it. So, and I'm happy that, you know, Lauren asked a question about what self-care practices do you implement, especially in this particular space? Cause it's a lot to deal mm-hmm. with. Um, so yeah, I just, I'm just so inspired by you and it's making me be more thoughtful about ways that I could do more and create with empathy and, um, yeah. So I yeah, I just wanted to say that I'm inspired by your honesty and by your process and by you being so vulnerable and honest about it. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You. It's been a long journey, but I'm I'm so grateful to hear that. Yes, absolutely. So we thought maybe we could close with you sharing another one of your poems, maybe another one that really resonated with you um, and anything that you may be experiencing currently on your journey or previously, you know, you spoke about like your, your younger self earlier, just one that really just makes you feel, you know, all the feels. Yes, yeah, so here's something that I that I wrote that I also feel like really um, speaks to the season that I'm in right now, and I, um, yeah, I'll share it. There is a reason the sky gets dark at night. We were not meant to see everything all the time. We were meant to rest and trust even in the darkness, because no matter how heavy the shadows fill the night, in time we will see morning light. We will see that even though we were tired, weary, and we could not see the ground beneath our feet, somehow we were still growing. Somehow we were still being led right where we needed to be. And it might take years to see how all of this comes together. We might not always see the pieces fall in place in the time frame in which we desired. But this does not have to stop us from resting and trusting that we will not always be here. We are not stuck in this stage of life. Our present uncertainties will not last forever. 
the pieces will come together in time. We will grow in the way we were meant to, older and wiser with each day. And that is a beautiful thing. Even when we do not notice it, even in the darkness, we are growing, always growing. Wow. I need that in my life. Beautiful. Thank you. That was very Perspective. Absolutely. Patience. Just positive expectation. I love it. Awareness, realizations. That was Mm. so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, thank you. Thank you for creating this space. Thank you. Yes. Of course. We are blessed by you. So um, for those who might not already be in touch with you on all the places, can you just share where we can stay in touch with you? Yes. So I'm Morgan Harper Nichols, and you can find me at Morgan Harper Nichols on Instagram and Facebook, Pinterest, my website, morganharpernichols.com, pretty much everywhere. And then mm-hmm. Twitter is Morgan H. Nichols. Amazing. Well, we cannot wait to continue this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Thank you. So, thank you so much. This was so great. You. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank I love having <laughs> artists on the podcast. Like, yes. yes. Okay. But yeah, thanks, Bill. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based, results-driven skincare line. Osea puts your health and the health of our planet first with potent skin and body care solutions that are pure, safe, and effective. If you're in the LA area, by the way, stop by the Osea Venice Skincare Studio and bring forth your inner glow. I did that with my mom a couple months ago for Mother's Day. It was so amazing. They are offering something really special, y'all. They are giving $10 off your first purchase of $50 or more. So go to Osea Malibu, that's O-S-E-A, Malibu.com, and use the code BLACKGIRLINOM10, that's BLACKGIRLINOM10, and get $10 off your first purchase of $50 or more. Just a couple shout-outs to the products that I love. I've been using their Ocean Cleansing Mud. It is gently exfoliating and allows for my inner glow to come forth. I also really love their Advanced Protection Cream. It's super hydrating and it's perfect for any dry or sensitive skin. So check out their full line at oseamalibu.com and let me know on social what you end up loving. Dion, you want to know one of my favorite things about Black Girl and Ohm? What is it? I am obsessed with our newsletters that go out. <sighs> the latest glow. Yes, me too, girl. The latest glow hits inboxes on the weekend and is basically designed to help uplift your weekend, to have you step into it mindfully, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so beautifully crafted. I mean, honestly, Valerie, y'all, she, her and Lauren actually both really put their, you know, creative brilliance to work and they just lay out these amazing messages so beautifully and they're so inspiring. Yep. And then our top of the week email too really helps you float through your work week with intention. So if you haven't subscribed yet, head to blackgirlandom.com, scroll all the way to the bottom and enter in your name. I guarantee you it's going to be the brightest, most intentional email that you're going to receive this next week. Exactly. And you can stay up to date with what we're doing, where we're going, because y'all know we like to travel, boo, and bring y'all experiences. True. True. We oftentimes will give exclusive discounts to the events that we're hosting. So good point. Listen to Dion and subscribe today.
Black Girl and Ohm creates space for women of color to breathe easy. You guys, we would like to thank our amazing podcast crew. Khalid B., thank you so much for an amazing intro. It's live and it's lit. I love it every time I listen to it. Keith, good news. You are such a phenomenal audio engineer. Thank you so much. Um, Valerie Titus Glover, our digital strategist on the podcast team. Girl, you are amazing. Thank you for your commitment. And to our amazing community members, y'all some real ones, day ones. We want to thank y'all so much for rocking with us. We love you, support you, and we are so grateful to share space with you.